Skill set is 20% of this journey. 80% is your mindset, your beliefs, and just your ability to look at life through a greater lens of abundance. Welcome back to another episode of Redefining Wealth. I cannot wait to dive into this topic. Three numbers you need to know to change your life because even though I've been known as a financial expert for well over a decade, this is not going to be what you think it is. Of course, you should know that by now because whenever I talk about finance or numbers or wealth or anything related to it, I'm always looking for how we can do things with more ease, grace, and authenticity. But also I'm looking at the parts of life that we really don't understand impact our finances. And so these three numbers, it's not about credit. It's not about a credit score. It's not about a debt to income ratio. It's not what you think it is. But stay tuned because right after the affirmation of the week, I'm going to break it all down for you. You know, got to speak positivity into your life, into your day. You got to affirm positivity. You got to affirm abundance. You got to affirm yourself to wealth. This week's affirmation is, my financial life is falling into place beautifully. With a clear vision and a well-defined plan, I am on a path to financial success and abundance. I make mindful decisions that support my financial goals and bring me closer to my dreams. As I save, invest, and manage my resources wisely, I create a strong and secure foundation for my future. Each day, I align my actions with my financial aspirations, and I am grateful for the prosperity that continues to flow into my life. My financial life is falling into place beautifully. So if you've been a purpose chaser for a while now, you may remember back on my 40th birthday episode a few years ago now, I shared that I was detaching from numbers that no longer hold relevance in my life. And uh, some of you had a little something to say when I said that the credit score was one of them. So here's the big thing. Obviously, as someone who is a trained financial expert and media personality, I know that credit scores matter. But I do think that for many of us, we've given way too much credence to the credit score. And in my case, I wasn't even leveraging credit during the season's that I should have and could have because I was so consumed with trying to keep my credit score to a certain number, even when it was destroying my peace. And so over the last few years, as I've been practicing this, yes, I still have good credit for those of you that are nosy and want to know. I haven't taken my credit, but I have learned to just be detached from the exact number at all times, especially if I'm not in a season where I really need to leverage it for any particular reason. So um, what I wanted to share with you today is really how I feel like these three numbers that I'm going to share with you impact how you navigate life, how you make decisions, and how you're able to just live more authentically. 
Now, I have to say this before we dive in. This is for people who are already effortlessly covering their needs. If you are facing strong financial hurdles and challenges in this season, I believe that you want to listen to the information because it will serve you as you continue to rebuild your life, right? But if you are struggling right now to make ends meet, I understand that you can perceive what I'm about to say as woo-woo or unnecessary or that's not real. But remember, we serve a wide audience with listeners all over the world. And so it is very important that I give and share information that can relate to you at different stages of your journey. And my prayer is that as you continue to listen to the Redefining Wealth podcast, you will not be in this situation forever. And I really believe in putting yourself in your aspirational reality. So even if you're in a place of struggle right now, I want you to listen from the perspective that When I am able to meet my needs with ease and grace, this is the next level of what I want to step into. So we clear about that? We got it? Okay, good. So let's jump in. So why is it so important to know these numbers? I believe that many of us make financial decisions from fear and not from a place of faith. A lot of what we choose to do in our lives, a lot of the purchases that we choose, a lot of just any financial decision that we make is not necessarily from a place of alignment. And when we are not aligned, it is always priming us to be in position to self-sabotage everything that we say we desire and we want. And so I think that one of the first numbers that you need to be clear on if you want to change your financial life is what I call your lifestyle design number. This is your lifestyle design number. What does that mean? I remember back in 2011 when I was first getting started that the magic number for me was $40,000 a year. After building a seven-figure business at 25 years old and then losing it all in the recession and being at the point of having to scrape up change and being on government assistance. I remember the time when I was like, God, if I could just make $40,000 a year, we will be good. And then I hit that goal. And by 2013, I was like, God, if we could just make $100,000 a year with me doing this thing um, that I feel called to do, we will be good. And eventually I hit that number. And in 2017, I said, God, if I could just do $1 million a year doing what I feel called to do, we will be okay. And at each iteration, you think that the number is going to be the magic solution to everything. To go from wanting to make $40,000 a year to actually grossing $1 million six years later I literally expected all problems to melt away. (laughs) I expected all challenges, all frustrations to melt away. But here's what I learned. For years, it was about hitting a certain number, but it was not about achieving any type of lifestyle design, meaning it's easy to chase a salary or a gross revenue number. But the thing is, a lot of us just throw out arbitrary numbers and then we get so committed to pursuing that, that is usually at the expense of every other part of our lives. 
most people, when they come into this community and when women come into the mastery and momentum mastermind, they typically think that the challenge is a money pillar problem. And you know now from being here that this community is all about understanding that wealth is so much more than just hitting a financial goal. It's so much more than just money and material possessions. The true original 12th century definition of wealth is the condition of well-being. And so oftentimes we work so hard to set these random numbers and we hit the numbers and we don't design anything else in our lives to support why we want that number. So what happens when you hit it? Most of us still feel unfulfillment. And if you experience unfulfillment, then you have to know that eventually you're going to sabotage your success with money because unfulfillment leads to financial mismanagement. This is why you meet so many people who hit these numbers, whatever that number is, 100,000, 500,000, a million dollars, and they still seem miserable. They still seem unhappy. They still feel like there's no contentment in their life because it was not a lifestyle design number. It was just a random number that maybe they heard from someone else or they fantasized about, they romanticized, and they really didn't think about all the other parts of their lives that really needed to add up. What redefining wealth for myself has taught me about me setting my own revenue goals is that I need to think about what I actually want in all of the pillars and what financially is required. I am no longer at a place where I just want to hit these revenue goals And they're not really equated to what I want in my fit pillar, what I want in my people pillar, how I want to do life with people and to just enjoy it all. What's the point in hitting the revenue goal if the rest of your life is falling apart and feels like trash? What's the point, right? So redefining wealth for myself in this season has taught me that my revenue goal should be based on how I truly want to live my life. When I build my business around my life and not try to build my life around my business. That means that in this season, I don't just arbitrarily throw out these revenue goals and then try to force all the parts of my life to get to some goal. The truth is many of us, the goals that we set are much higher than we actually require to be happy. If we really took the time to plan it out, to look at the pillars and take inventory of what you genuinely want, how you genuinely want to live and what it would require for you to scale joy in your life, you'll probably see that sometimes you're working towards something just to say you did or you're working towards something just because you think it's going to appease other people. But the truth is you probably want to spend more time doing things that you love with people that you love. Right. And so. Here's an example, right? When I think about my fit pillar, now, you know, I don't play about my fit pillar. So this is going to have a lot of details in it. But when I think about my fit pillar, because it truly matters to me that I take care of myself well enough to execute the vision on my life, right? If I am saying uh, that I want all of these opportunities and God enlarge my territory, I got to make sure that I'm ready to walk into it, that I have the stamina and the energy and all the things needed to fully like walk that out. So for my fit pillar, here's an example. First of all, working out, 
right, is big to me. Not only do I use the Future app, which is a, you know, workout app where you have a virtual trainer who loads uh, workouts for you and, you know, gives you feedback and all the things. I love it for the accountability so that I can look at my month and just see how many times I actually did show up and do the work and where I may have missed the mark. And if I'm allowing my schedule to get too busy and then not find the time to work out. So I like being able to reference that. And I love the encouragement from my virtual coach. But I also invest in a gym trainer. So I have a trainer that I use once a week and I really just work with him to make sure that I'm taking care of my form. I'm definitely a woman of a certain age now and I don't want to overdo it lifting weights or not use correct form and throw my back out or do something crazy because then what? It'll prevent me from being able to go and film, record, get on stage and do all the things that I do. So that's important to me in the fifth pillar. I invest in meal prep services. Um, One of those services is what you've heard about here on the podcast, Factor. It's uh, America's number one meal delivery service. And I like the fact that, you know, my plate is full. I'm in meetings all day. I'm always doing things and I can go grab a meal that is perfectly portioned and dietitian approved and all the things um, and have it in less than two minutes, which really helps me stay on top of that. So don't forget, we'll put it in the show notes that you can use factor two. And then food delivery. My daughter and I do like to make meals together. So I use HelloFresh when I do want to cook my own meals in the evening. I use Factor for lunch and then we use HelloFresh in the evening. But anyway, you get the point, right? Like I just want to make sure that I'm eating well, that is taken care of. And then Women's Best is where I get all of my workout clothes. Why do I tell you this? In order for me to truly thrive in the fit pillar, what was most important is to get clear on what the expenses are, right, in each one of these things for that category. I also, as you know, have a life coach and I have a therapist that I use for maintenance every two weeks. I don't have to be in the midst of a catastrophe in order to be in therapy. So I'm always checking in with my therapist, right, to keep my mind right. So when I think about what my revenue goals are, I take the monthly expenses for these things, multiply them times 12, and now I have that as a basis for what is necessary in the fit pillar. The thing that I've learned to do is always add 20% margin. I have a confession to make. My relationship with looking good is so complicated. I don't know if you're anything like me, but I like high quality clothes. I just don't like going shopping and I definitely don't always want to pay high quality prices, if you know what I'm saying. Plus, I don't always want to wear the same stuff over and over again. So I was super excited when I found out about the clothing rental membership armoire because they are making getting dressed stylish, but super easy. When I signed up, I took a five minute style quiz and based on my preferences, they offered suggestions that would best match my lifestyle. I'm filming in a few weeks and I literally just got the cutest blazers delivered to my door in as little as two days. And when I'm ready for new clothes, I can just swap them out for more new to me styles. So whether you're planning your outfit for a date night, packing for a conference, or in need of a gown for some black tie event, you will be the best dressed person in the room and you won't have to feel bad for only wearing something once. Now, 
What I also love is that Armoire is woman-founded and woman-led. They even spotlight women-owned designers on their website. So I know I'm wearing brands that are aligned with my values. I love that I can support a business that's built by women like me. If you're ready to have your dream closet delivered to your door, you might want to try Armoire. I promise you will never be without the perfect outfit for any occasion ever again. And right now, Redefining Wealth listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash wealth. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash wealth to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. To whatever number you have, right? So if all those things were to add up to $1,000 a month, let's just say, then I would say... $1,200 for the month times 12 months is what's necessary for me to live my life how I desire to by the fit pillar. I then take that and do that with all six pillars. That gives me the number that I'm actually aiming for. Now, because I have a full team and other people's rent and mortgages and their childhood expense, their children's expenses and all that depend on us, of course, that gets massaged a little. But the average person with my clients, this is what I suggest they do, because you may find that you are working yourself into the ground to hit a number and you're not even thinking about all the other parts of your life that impact your finances, even when you're not thinking about it. So many of us will hit the number that we desire and then not take care of any other part of our lives. What is the point? What is the point in that? We could be so much more strategic from the beginning if we knew what our lifestyle design numbers are. And I know I ran through that. So if you have any questions, please drop them in the comments. Send me a DM on Instagram, Seek Wisdom PCW, and I'd love to help you further. Um, so that's the first number. The Institute for Redefining Wealth offers a 12-month journey to help you redefine wealth using our unique yet proven framework for financial wellness. We'll be your accountability partner, providing clear success paths, resources, and motivation to keep you on track as you work toward your professional and financial goals. Join me along with purpose chasers from all around the world as we level up pillar by pillar to achieve the lives we say we desire. It all begins with a 30-day authentic alignment audit to identify areas of your life that just may be out of sync with your goals. You'll gain access to in-depth training modules, categorized podcast selections, monthly pillar themes, and challenges with cash and prize giveaways, as well as a resource library tailored to your chosen membership level. For more details, visit redefiningwealth.institute. That's redefiningwealth.institute. I can't wait to see you there. The second number that is really important to me is I call it the blessed to be a blessing fund. And this is just essentially my giving number. So on top of lifestyle design, 
um, inside the money pillar, I have a number that's earmarked for giving. And this is so important. I truly believe, and I've said this from my first book in 2012 till now, that giving is a wealthy habit. Whenever you exercise the giving muscle, what you are sharing with God, the universe, whatever you say you believe in, is that you are not moving from a place of scarcity, but abundance. It takes an abundant mindset to give, right, to someone else, to a cause you believe in, and not try to hoard everything for yourself. The thing with giving is you think about the things that matter to you and you don't find the money, you define how you want to give it up front, right? There are so many benefits to giving. Um, There's so many studies about it. You can research, but generosity makes us more healthy. (laughs) It says it reduces stress. It reduces blood pressure. It reduces the risk of dementia. It reduces anxiety and depression. There is so much associated with giving. There is nothing like the fulfillment that comes from knowing that you were able to be a blessing to someone else. And one of the things that has been so important to me for so many years now is just giving without expectation of anything in return. I really do believe in being a cheerful giver. And I believe in being a strategic giver. And I have to say this, this, if you only give from a place of emotion, are you truly generous? Because when we give from a place of just emotion, is it about the people or is it about making us feel better in the moment? Sometimes we need to sit with that because many of us have been trained that we just, oh, if I feel led, what if you don't feel led at all? There are still causes that need you. There are still people who need you. There are still things that should be pricking your heart, especially at a time like this, in a country like this, in a world like this, that needs your devotion and needs your intention. It just needs you to be thinking about something more than yourself. So the Blessed to Be a Blessing Fund is a number that I really want to encourage us all to think about. Now, if that's 10% of whatever your gross revenue is or your gross salary, that's fine. And if you're not in a place to do that, I wouldn't care if it was 5%, 3% or 1%. But it's just about, are you going to be intentional about thinking about something other than yourself, right? Or someone other than yourself? Because even though it's a blessing to them, it is surely gonna be a blessing back to you. Besides the health benefits, it's the fulfillment and it's the locking into your brain that you are abundant. One of the books that I've read in the past that really supported me in changing my mind about giving was Andy Stanley's How to Be Rich. And this is where he says that generous living is the premeditated, calculated, designated emancipation of financial assets. Ooh, let me say that again. Generous living is the premeditated, calculated, designated emancipation, that's freedom of financial assets. Whenever we give, we realize that we just don't have it as bad as we think. So my question to you is, what is your premeditated giving number that you can aim for in 2024? And I guarantee you, if you stick with it, it's going to change your life, your financial life, but your life as a whole. And the third number that I think is so important in changing your entire financial life is what my good friend Jason Vatu calls the freedom number. Now, you may have heard me talk about this before on the podcast. Um, Jason Vatu is one of my very good friends in the finance space. 
Um, He is the author of You Only Live Once. And he says that the freedom number is where you weigh the cost of every purchase against your values, which I think is incredibly like smart, right? Like, what do you truly value? Many of us will say we value giving, we value family, we value God, we value all the things. But if we really looked at your uh, bank statements, if we looked at all of your transactions, would we see that you value all of those things and people or would we see that you value online shopping? Would we see that you value electronics? Would we see that you value everything under the sun but what you just listed? It is so important. And Jason, I love this example. He says, if you purchase a TV today for $600 and you are making $10 an hour, that TV now represents 60 hours of your life. Is it worth it? It's not always directly about the money. It's about the time that we have to spend working away from the time that we can invest in all the other things that we said we believe in. So if we say that we value our health and wellness, but all we do is work, all we do is focus on the hustle and grind, but we never have time to go to the gym, to make a healthy meal, to go to the doctor, to take care of ourselves, to have therapy, to do any of those things. We're saying we value one thing, but then we're committing ourselves to purchases that take hours and hours away from us being able to actually enjoy our lives. What we are doing is incongruent and it's out of alignment. So when you can come up with 60 hours in this example for the TV, but you can't come up with two hours to go to your child's game, are you being honest about valuing your family over everything? When you can make a purchase, that's $1,000 if you make $10 an hour, right? And now that's 100 hours of you working, but you cannot spend time with your aging parents and you cannot find time to go to church if that's your thing and you cannot find time, just make it make sense to you. That is what the freedom number is. And we should all be aware of what we're willing to engage in when we purchase something and how that trade-off impacts what we say we want or what we say we value. Most of us don't think about it and it's not our fault. We're not even trained to think about it. We're not taught to think about these things. We are taught that the numbers that matter are a credit score, debt to income ratio, and whatever the salary you're being offered is. That's it. The rest of this, we've been left to figure out on our own. And we wonder why in the U.S. in particular, we are burdened with 72% of the country living paycheck to paycheck. Nobody is taught to think about any of these other things. We're dealing with inflation. We're now dealing with war, you know, overseas. That's always going to impact us as well. There are so many things going on and we are so distracted by it all that no one says, hey, how do you really want to live your life? You are not born to work 24-7 and do nothing else to enjoy your actual life. Like you were not brought here with purpose, on purpose, for purpose to only slave away for all this other stuff because we live in a society that is consumed with consumption. That's not what we're here to do. We are here for lifestyle design. We are here 
as blessed to be a blessing, right? Whatever we have, being able to say even a fraction of that, if I could give it to another, another cause, another person who's really in need, what a blessing it is to know that I was able to do that. And we are here to be as free as we possibly can be, right? And it's enough that there's so many people whose freedom is just being taken advantage of all over this world. But it's another thing when we enslave ourselves because of the purchases that we make for things that we don't even care about because we're trying to impress other people or because we're trying to fill a void. The void that we keep creating is in buying things that don't fulfill us and then having to go to work and work 60 hours or 100 hours or all these hours to pay for something that we didn't care about in the first place. These are the numbers that start to shift your financial life. These are the numbers that start to get you more in alignment with what you say you truly want. And this is why this podcast, this community talks about the fact that wealth is not just money and material possessions. Again, the original definition is the condition of well-being and happiness. And if you truly want to be well and you truly want to discover more happiness and more joy, more fulfillment and contentment in your life, it's not just about being attached to a credit score. A 700, 800 credit score, cool. But ultimately, at what cost? Ultimately, at what cost? Right? Debt to income ratio, if you are trying to buy a house, wonderful. You need to be aware of that. That's good. But ultimately, what do you truly desire? Because most of us are trying to buy houses we can't even afford to impress people that we not even let come over. We not even let them come over. (laughs) So what does it matter, right? The things that we have been taught about financial success and financial prosperity have a place, but I truly believe That skill set is 20% of this journey. 80% is your mindset, your beliefs, and just your ability to look at life through a greater lens of abundance. It's how I've learned to live my life. And I promise you, it has been the greatest game changer of all. And when I talk to some of my most successful friends, and for those, many of you know that I am aligned with some really amazing people, multi, multi multi-millionaires nine figure earners. Uh, I'm just getting back from a mastermind with folks that create tens of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars. And we talk more about things like lifestyle design than we do budgeting and credit reports. That's the truth. And if you want to start to elevate in your financial consciousness, then I really do want you to consider these three numbers. Okay, I hope that this is a blessing to you. Uh, You can drop your takeaways in the comments. And again, feel free to ask me any questions. I'll be uh, jumping around these comments all uh, through YouTube and on Instagram and wherever you listen to the podcast, you can come and um, share your takeaways. But I really do hope it's a blessing because the ripple effect of knowing these numbers are going to change your life. I pray that they do because they've changed mine. So until next time, remember, we need you to rate and review the podcast so we can find other purpose chasers all over the world, just like you. And I want you to go live your life's purpose, find fulfillment and earn more without ever feeling like you have to chase money. I'll talk to you later. Later.